A tip of the hat from Dr. Vassilier. How y'all doing? Ain't got time for messing around. Almost there. Come on, boys. Won't you shake a poor sinner's hand? Right. <laughs> a blonde or two to hold the candles, and that seems just about right. Hey, Lewis, life is short when you're done, you're done. Get you down in New Orleans. <laughs> w. my friend, and welcome to the WW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 466, and I'm here once again, not only to help you have the best possible vacation experience when you go to the Disney parks, but I also want to bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are, not just with the podcast, but with videos, live broadcasts on Facebook every Wednesday night, my books, audio tours, the blog, newsletter, and more. You can find everything over at www.radio.com. Two of the many things I love are New Orleans and food. And when you combine those two into a newly updated dining experience in Walt Disney World, it's like hearing a siren song, so I had to go and see and taste for myself. Because this past weekend, the Sassagola Float Works and Food Factory reopened after a long refurbishment at Disney's Port Orleans French Quarter Resort. So this week, I invite you to join me around the table as we sample, share, and review Breakfast in New Orleans right in Walt Disney World. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Then stay tuned to the end of the show for some updates, announcements, including our next Meet of the Month, special events, and more, as well as your voicemails. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WW Radio Show. back to show number 439 from February of 2016 and many references from me thereafter, you will know that New Orleans, Louisiana is my favorite city in the United States. We went there earlier this year for a running team event and I fell in love with the food and the people and the music and the culture and the history and the food and of course some of the food and one of my all-time favorite resorts in Walt Disney World really reflects that culture, uh, which is the French Quarter over at Port Orleans. And I love this resort for so many reasons, not just for the theming, but because it's so small, it's very intimate. I love being able to walk through the, uh, the, the streets and you see that wrought iron uh, balcony work and the Sassagula River is here. And... I'm really excited because there has been a recent change as of yesterday to Port Orleans French Quarter, and that is the reopening of the Sassagula Float Works and Food Factory. And I don't normally do this. I don't normally come out to do a live review 
of a restaurant when it reopens, but I'm exceptionally hungry and I miss the food and I got super excited when I saw the omelet shop and the waffle shop and the po'boy shop opening up just yesterday. So I want to take you with me down to New Orleans. Uh, as part of my extended family, I wanted you to come along with me and my immediate family. So joining me on this morning's early morning live review of the brand new Sassagula Floatworks and Food Factory is Deanna. Good morning. I just like to say Sassagula. <laughs> and <laughs> do you know what Sassagula means? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Anybody know what Sassagula means? It means Sassagula. It does mean Sassagula, but it's also, it's another word for the Mississippi River. Sassagula <gasps> stands for Mississippi. I knew that. That was my next answer. And Marion Rose, I'm sure you knew that. Totally. Yep. Yep. I knew it. You guys are hungry and need caffeine, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> You're not used to these early morning live reviews, are you? And last and certainly not least, Mr. Nicholas Mongello. What's up? So we were all in New Orleans. I think we all, when we were there earlier this year, kids, that was your first time. Yeah, I think that was your first time. I think we all really sort of fell in love with so many of the different uh, flavors that we found there, from our first po' boy sandwiches to the Drago's oysters to the red beans and rice to the beignets and everything in between. So I was really excited to see this restaurant reopening uh, just yesterday because we had been here a while back, and I, I think it was time. I think this this quick service dining location was primed and ripe and ready for an update. And even as soon as we walked in the door, and we haven't even looked at the menu yet, we saw that the interior here has changed just a little bit. It still is very much meant to represent and reflect that this is a float work, sort of a, a factory where... The floats will be stored uh, before and after the Mardi Gras celebration. Some of the things that are missing are those giant float heads that were hanging from the ceiling. Clowns. The clowns. The, the clowns are missing. Thank God. <laughs> I was going to start singing Send in the Clowns, but I won't do that to make... That's even scarier than the clowns themselves. But it is a little more... Uh, you can see the, the large barn doors are here for the different bays, but they've taken a lot of those Mardi Gras-type um, uh, decorations and clowns from the ceiling. The color palette is definitely cleaner. It's definitely reflecting more of the subtle tones of the greens and the reds and the purples and the golds. And one of the things that I loved as soon as we walked in, and Deanna, you noticed this, is as soon as you walk in from the lobby side by Scat Cats, which is another place we have to do a review of, they have a beautiful glass case display of, of masks. And they, they look like sort of the Venetian masks that you might see in the Italy Pavilion. But these are Mardi Gras-type masks, you know, the, the mask on a stick, yeah. the masquerade mask. Um, that are inc- Some of them are, are very small that go to very large or very intricate. They're beautiful. They're something that you actually would love to see in your kitchen or your dining room on the wall. They're really a pieces of art. Um, I'm looking up right now, and I think this is like Dr. Facilier on like one of like the Joker you cards. Yeah. It's really cool. It is very cool. And that's one of the things I love, too, is and I'll be curious to see as we walk around if there are any other ties to what I think is, is so much of an underrated film, which is Princess and the Frog. I love, I think it's a beautifully drawn film. And I love, love, love the music from that. You probably guys might not remember, but when that film came out, and when I used to pick you up and drop you off to school every day, 
that was the soundtrack that we played over and over. You want me to sing it? You want me to just like the old days? It, no. Sasagula. <laughs> All right, listen. Enough talk. Let's talk more eat. I think we need to get up and go check out the menu because from what I understand, I mean, even just from sitting here, the menu here is very, very different and one that really is going to reflect a lot more of the flavors and options that we can find in New Orleans. Ready? Ready. Onward and upward? I just want to eat. So if you've never been to Port Orleans French Quarter and the Sassacool Float Works, the layout here is slightly different than what you might find at other counter service locations. Instead of having sort of a, a line from one side to the other with different locations, there's sort of a, a central hub that has five different stations in it and you can sort of rotate your way through before you check out and then sit in the seating area. And the way they have it laid out, I really like because each station has something slightly different. So there's a grill shop, a waffle shop, a bakery shop. I can almost hear the angels sing when I said wait, the bakery shop, the omelet shop, and I am ecstatic for the breakfast po'boy shop. Now, obviously, it's also open for lunch and dinner. We're going to have to come back for lunch and dinner one night. Let's sort of go through the menu. <laughs> Deanna's just going, that. I want that. So the grill shop has five different options. There are uh, buttermilk pancakes, grilled steak and scrambled eggs, a croissant breakfast sandwich with ham, cheese, eggs, and maple bacon jam. There is, wait. wait. There is a <laughs> crispy fried chicken on a biscuit with maple bacon jam. You are like a three-year-old pointing to that like that. I, okay, so clearly that's what we're going to have. No, 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 what I'm just saying. But there's also Wolferman's English muffin breakfast sandwich with ham, American cheese, a scrambled egg, and maple... All right, so we're going to come back. We're going to get the crispy fried chicken biscuit on maple bacon jam without a doubt. In the waffle shop, oh, there's also a kids' meal with breakfast platter with eggs and and, 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 and also pancakes. The, the waffle shop has the big easy breakfast, scrambled eggs, ham, and buttermilk biscuit. Oh my God. There's a jumbo sweet potato Belgian waffle. It's topped with toasted pecans, whipped cream, and apple. First of all, that's wrong. It's wrong. You're wrong. You're reading it wrong. What? It's pecans. Don't you remember? It's pecans. Right. Pecan, pecan. <laughs> potato, potato. You're hungry. Tomato. You're hungry. Listen, ease up. I got this. <laughs> There's also Mickey waffles. Look how good it looks. Wait. So it's a, uh, a jumbo sweet. All right. So we're going to have to get that, obviously. And there's obviously Mickey-shaped waffles and breakfast platters for kids here, too. Yeah, but you could, you could okay, really care less. Okay, here's the beignet, beignet shop. Okay, listen. Back off, man. In, in the bakery shop, in the bakery shop, the bakery shop has beignets you can get in three or six. Uh, they, you can also get caramel, raspberry, or the chicory coffee ganache sauce, a molasses cream cheese cinnamon rolls, house-made coffee cakes. Wait a minute. It's like growing up in Jersey again. Danish croissants, muffins. Look at that. Look at that molasses cream cheese cinnamon roll. All right, so we're going to come back. So at the omelet shop, there are custom omelets. A Cajun grit bowl with shrimp. Shrimp, vegetables, cream sauce. Slow down. I know you're hungry. Uh, Tasso ham, grits, and soft poached eggs. The breakfast flatbread has scrambled eggs, andouille sausage, cheese, onions, peppers, and red pepper aioli. They also have a breakfast potato casserole, sausage, ham, and bacon on the side. And finally, if you'll let me get there... The po'boy shop has breakfast po'boys, which is something I have never seen before. The breakfast po'boy has eggs, andouille sausage, red pepper aioli, cheese, roasted peppers, and onions. 
the Pain Purdue is a baguette French toast, warm fruit toppings, I got powdered sugar with bacon, sausage, or ham. And they also have biscuits and gravy, and they have kids' meals as well. Look at the Pain Purdue. Look how good that picture looks uh, of that French toast. You can see it looks like it's covered in um, like a, a powdered cinnamon sugar. But the breakfast pool you know, there's only four of us, and two of us are our children, so I think we're going to need to divide. Oh, look at how good the flatbread looks. <laughs> okay, but I have to say, the portions that are coming out of here are, are huge, huge. Which I will tell you is nice to see, because the last time we were here, yeah. we were we were a little disappointed. So I think that's, uh, that's I why think, I was like... I think we have to conquer and divide. Divide uh, and conquer. Divide, conquer and divide. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, why coffee. don't we divide, and I'll just conquer. Okay. Um, all right, so... I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. All right, a breakfast let's do this. We're gonna. We have to obviously get. I'm gonna get online right here. You're gonna. What I'm are you gonna getting here? here? I'm gonna get a breakfast po' boy from here. Wait, but look how good the paint Purdue looks, though. What? So the breakfast po' boy really is just sort of a. It's a breakfast sandwich just served okay, in that so bag of roll. All right, so you want the paint Purdue? Well, we're gonna all try everything. So we need the paint Purdue from here. We need the. We need obviously. We, we need the uh, sweet potato waffle from the. We waffle need the grits station. and we the need beignets. The grits. And the beignets, and, and from that, the grill shop, we need that uh, chicken with the uh, okay, let's bacon. Do this. You start at, you start here at five. I'll start at one, and then we just go, and I'll we'll meet somewhere I'll in the get middle. These two, you get those. Two. Don't eat anything yet. I don't trust her. <clears throat> I don't think I've been this excited for breakfast in a long, long time. So before we even get into the, the review of the food, the, the tip of the day, especially if you are coming with friends or family, is to divide and conquer, especially if you want a number of different things. Because if you do, if you're one person you're trying to get for everybody, you do have to go from station to station to station. And depending on the lines, especially for the eggs, they are all custom made. So that line can get a little long. So I think we have a lot of, so Deanna, you've been commenting, there's a lot of sweet on the table, right? From the pain Purdue yes. to the waffles to the beignets to the sandwich. But let's the first thing I want to try is the pain Purdue because it's something that I've never had before. Again, it's the baguette French toast with fruit topping, powdered sugar. We got some bacon on the side. And there are three really large. The one thing we noticed too is the food was coming out. Deanna, when you and I went to go get it, is the portion sizes are very, very large. Um, the pain Purdue has three large, probably six to eight inch long pieces of baguette French toast, a nice healthy side of bacon. They're on the full dinner size plates. So this is easily enough for two people to share. Absolutely. And they actually make it to order. So each piece of toast is deep fried right there to order. And it's delicious. Actually, I'm going to tell you right now, it's delicious. Because I'm going to put it in the We're literally, our, we're, we're fighting forks. So, and it has a fruit topping. It looks like it's a, it's an orange. Mmm. Can you cut a little? Oh, that's nice. I like the baguette French toast. Because it's unlike regular French toast, it's not French. Regular French toast is normally very um, moist, and there's a nice little bit of the crunch on the outside of the baguette, and you get that little extra layer of. There's sort of three layers of sweetness with the cinnamon sugar, with the syrup, and then on top again with the fruit. Thoughts? You guys are chewing so much, you're not even responding. 
So the nice crispiness after it's deep fried is delicious. They do give you a heaping portion of the bread and bacon and fruit. So you can actually split this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can, you can yeah. easily... So I, 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 one no, child could no. not eat this by themselves. No. Um, I think even one adult, I think that's a lot of sweet on the plate. So you can... very. That's a very, very easily shareable dish at $7.99. What do you kids, what do you guys think of that? Because you're obviously kids, you like the sweet. I thought it was really good and really, really sweet. So how does it compare the baguette French toast versus like regular French toast? Well, regular French toast is more... I guess it's not as crunchy and crispy, and this I felt like had a lot more powdered. I mean, um, like brown sugar on it. So, yeah. yeah, this is a good way to get sugared up for your day out in the parks, right? So I think it's like it's French toast, but it's a lot more crunchy and sweet, and it has a nice kind of fruity flavor from the fruit. It's good. Yeah, you have to like your sweet if you uh, do want to try it. All right, so let's keep. Let's stay in the sweet. Or do you want to go from, do you want to go to waffle? you want to stay in the sweet? So the next thing that we have on the menu is the waffle. And this is not, uh, this is not a regular waffle. This one is actually, it's a jumbo sweet potato waffle with pecans, whipped cream, and an apple cranberry compote. Again, this is a large full plate size waffle. Really nice uh, a portion of um, the compote and the pecans on top. And what is nice too is there is a uh, there's a bay specifically devoted to this, and there's about seven or eight waffle machines. So that when this comes out, it comes out hot and it comes out fresh. Oh, mm-hmm. So that apple cranberry compote is really nice. You get a little bit of the crunch from the the sweet potato waffle. I've never had that before. You can actually have this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Guys, what do you think? I think it's really good, and it's not too sweet. Yeah. And, yeah, it's good. It's not too sweet. Mm-hmm. I like it. I was afraid the sweet potato with the compote, with the, with the whipped cream, was going to be too much. Mm-hmm. But it actually doesn't. The waffle itself is not sweet, but it just has a very sort of unique flavor to it. I like I like this a lot more than I thought that I would. Mm. This comes in. This is comes in at at eight ninety nine, easily shareable mm. by three or four people. Marion. Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was really good, and all the flavors balanced out. Nichols, what do you think? Is this something you would come and order again? Yes, definitely, absolutely. All right. So you're, now, Deanna, you're going next to the. The thing that we saw first on the menu, uh, which was the crispy fried chicken on a biscuit with maple bacon jam. And I will tell you, this is the one that I have been waiting for. So, again, on a large size biscuit, um, the you can just take a quick look at it. The, the one thing when you hear fried chicken sometimes, I'm always concerned that it's overly greasy and sort of dripping with grease. It's not. And it's covered... With a maple bacon jam, um, the biscuit seems to be it's made the right way. It's warm. It's got that little bit of a crust on the outside, but still uh, flaky and, and just the right amount of density on the inside. Nicholas? Okay. This is awesome. <laughs> what do you like better? Do you like this better? I'm, gonna, I'm only stalling so I can actually take a bite. Do you like this better or the waffle? This. 
Oh. Mm-hmm. So the piece of chicken is thinly cut and breaded very lightly. They give you a nice heaping portion of the bacon yeah. maple jam on top. On the warm biscuit is scrumptious. And the maple bacon is a nice mix of sweet and salty. I did not expect that. I wouldn't have thought to put maple or bacon, although individually you'd think maple and bacon are, are great on their own, on top of a chicken biscuit. Marion, what do you think? I thought it was really good and that the sweet and the savory balanced out really well. So the sweetness on top of here is what was the pleasant surprise to me. I love living in the South where chicken on a biscuit is perfectly acceptable for breakfast. But adding that little bit of extra sweetness with the jam is really nice. This is only $6.49. And again, too, this is, um, this is not like, you know, a, a uh, the only frame of reference I have. It's not like a McDonald's biscuit size. It's much, much larger and easily shareable. I mean, we cut it in four pieces, and it was it's just enough. So it's perfect. So that might be my favorite one so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we haven't tried it. Oh, no? No, we have to try the beignets next. No, we haven't. We got to do the shrimp and grits. So this is the... Um, we got shrimp for that. <laughs> this is the Cajun grit bowl with shrimp. It has shrimp, vegetables, a cream sauce, tasso ham, grits, and soft poached eggs. I was I was expecting a small little bowl of shrimp. And this is made, made to order. This is, this too is at the omelet station. Mm-hmm. It's made to order. Mm-hmm. This is a this is like a monstrous dinner size portion. Like I would almost say too much, but obviously enough to be shared. We need to eat that shrimp because we ate all the other shrimps. And it's scrumptious, it really mm. is. It comes with two poached eggs on the top. It's made to order. And it's got a nice, nice little zip to oh, it. Yeah. But it's really, per- it's perfect. I love it. I'll eat this. I would eat this for breakfast. Yeah. So there's a nice finish of just a little bit of heat on the back of the palate. But the grits are really nice and creamy. I've never had grits with eggs before. So that's oh, Marion, would you, you try that? I've never had grits with eggs. I really liked it. I thought it had a nice little zip to it, and it was really creamy and good. No, I never had grits with eggs. And shrimp, and seasoned so that it's got that extra layer of flavor. Usually, when you have grits and eggs in the morning, your grits are served on the side of your eggs. Um, they're not flavored the same type of way, and it's not the thing that I was afraid for. This was that it's not overly heavy. No. It's not too thick. It's not overly rich. I think if I ate the entire bowl of it, I might have a different opinion. So, Nicholas, you, um, you, when you were a little boy, especially, you actually liked grits. So, what do you think of this one? It's good. So, which is out of the ones we've had so far, which is your favorites? And I know we're saving what arguably may be the, the best for last. What's your favorite so far? The biscuit. I have to go with the, sh- the shrimp. I like the waffle. Well, that's not, it's nice to see that. I'm just stalling again so I can keep. I can't believe how good this is. I like the little bit of. So, kids especially, was a little bit of spiciness on here. Was it too much? Was it just enough? Like, is it something that you would come back and order again? It's just enough uh, kick to it. And yes, I would order it again. As long as you eat around the jalapenos, you will definitely not get a lot of spice. Yeah, so there are little bits of the pepper in there. And obviously, because it's made to order, 
they can make it not spicy. They can just have the shrimp, the grits, and the eggs, and the cream sauce, or without the cream sauce. So last but not least, um, we got an order of beignets. And guys, when we went to New Orleans, this was your favorite things. And so the, the bar, the standard, it's set very, very high. Why don't each of you grab one of the beignets. They come in orders of three or six. Uh, we got three because we ordered 11 different things for breakfast this morning. And then tell me what you guys think of the beignets and maybe how they compare to the beignets that you had when we were in uh, Café du Monde. I'm eating. All right, I'm going to dig in then. So, like me, they're warm and they're fluffy and they're covered in, in mounds and mounds of powdered sugar. What I like is when you walk over to the station, you can smell them. Like, you can smell them before you even get there. You can, right, you can smell the dough frying. But like the waffles and the pain Perdue, everything is made to order. Mm-hmm. Everything is made to order. The beignets are really good. They're very fluffy. They have a nice crunch to them. Mm. But, you know, nothing's better than sitting in New Orleans at Café du eating, drinking the Café au lait and your beignets. But That's true. But This is a close second. But with a nice cup of coffee yeah. and on a, a morning like, like today where you can sit outside and and sit in their their representation of the French Quarter. Nicholas, what do you think? I, I, I'm asking because you haven't stopped eating it. It's warm, it's fluffy, it's sweet, it's good. But the thing that's nice about the, the beignets, if you've never had one before, is it sounds like we're eating a lot of sweet things, but they're not overly sweet. I, you know, I've said on the show before, I'm more of a savory guy. And even in the beignets, it's more about the, the beignet and the dough than it is about the powdered sugar on top. The beignet itself is pretty much just like a giant cake donut, and then it's just covered in powdered sugar, and it just all goes insane from there. <laughs> and everything is better when it's covered in powdered sugar, according to the Marian Dictionary. I call it the Mictionary. The Mictionary? Oh, is that what it is? So... We've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different things this morning, and we still didn't try all the different things that are on the menu. Again, there's a bakery shop, the grill shop, omelet, waffle, po'boy shop. Uh, They serve breakfast from... uh, uh, The bakery's open at 6. Everything else is open from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. So if you're having a slow roll out to the Magic Kingdom in the morning. um, And we didn't even try everything else. We didn't try the po'boy But what I I like about this and the reason why I came here on day two as opposed to waiting was, especially for breakfast, I always like to find something that's a little bit different. You know, you can get eggs and egg sandwiches and waffles and pancakes almost anywhere, and they are pretty standard across the board. But especially I'm not a big breakfast eater. I wanted to find something that was going to be really unique. More importantly, I think these offerings, you know, especially the shrimp and grits, and the, I mean, the waffles are different enough that you could almost justify making a trip out here to the quarter um, to try some of things. Because, like, and I, I see this a lot in Disneyland, there are things that you can only find here. And that makes this counter service location a destination as opposed to, well, we just need to fuel up before we go out somewhere. So the offerings here, are, there are some of them that are very different. I'm sorry, I'm still stuffing my face. And if you want... Which means, obviously, that it's good or else you wouldn't be stuffing. 
And the thing I like is the uniqueness you have at each station, that there is something from New Orleans that you can pick from each station that is unique to New Orleans. And that's what we tried to do. We tried to bring New Orleans to you. And what I like about these offerings, too, is that they're very, um, they're very comfort foody. You know, they're, they're, especially the shrimp and grits, it feels like a comfort food. Um, and, it, and nothing was overly rich, nothing was overly sweet, which I was, you know, afraid of. You know, we're talking about things, a lot of things that are fried and, they're, and they could be very doughy, they could be very heavy, they could be very sweet. And even though we've eaten a lot, I don't feel like we've eaten a lot. Oh, and the other thing I, I want to bring to your attention, too, along with the food, is they put the new Coke machines in here. So you can pick from the new Coke, those new Coke machines that you can pick any type of Coke beverage. So I think that was really unique to this because I haven't seen that in any of the other uh, hotels yet. So I really like, like, this is a place I could see, especially as a local, if we're looking for some place to come for breakfast. I would make a trip out here, and if you came here for breakfast, go around the table, what would be the one thing, assuming you weren't going to share anybody else's around the horn, one thing that you would order? The chicken biscuit thing. Maple bacon. Chicken biscuit maple bacon. Like, those are four words that are awesome individually. Let that sink in for a second. (laughs) Just wait. Maple bacon jam. It's not only sinking in, Nicholas, but dare I say, I would almost order, I would almost like to have another bite of that one. Sorry. I know, there's nothing Nothing left, left. but I would almost like to try that. All right, Mary, what would you order? I either like the beignets or the waffle. Pick one. The waffle. The waffle, why? What was it about the waffle for you that sets it apart from the ordinary waffle? Well, I love sweet potatoes, and there was a little, like, vague sweet potato flavor. And then I really liked the fruit on top, which really made it a little bit sweeter. And it was really good. By the way, Yahtzee, winner right here. As I was continuing to dig in the grits, I just found another shrimp. Oh. And they gave you a lot of shrimp in there. But I made sure at least you were able to try one before we devoured them all. Um, I went treasure hunting, and I found another one. So, I would have to go probably, mm, I don't know. It's a it's a rough draw here. I loved the shrimp and grits. I loved the, you know, I like to taste everything. So, I'm like a big grazing eater. So, I grazed amongst the table. So, I'll say I like the shrimp best, along with the waffle. So, I'm torn. Uh, I am torn between the shrimp and grits and the maple bacon chicken biscuit. No, I, it is a maple bacon jam on a chicken biscuit. Get it straight. It's a warm, flaky, buttery biscuit. I'm trying to convince myself that I may or may not need another one. Um, there are obviously two. The, the chicken and grits, you know, I'm still looking down at this plate and I've been continuing... There's a lot, I mean, there's a lot in here. Um, I think if I had to choose between one or the other, I might go chicken. I, I, you know what? I might shrimp and grits with the, with the sandwich on the side because I could do both. Okay. See, you can't stop eating, right? It's that good. The grits are good. The grits are really, really good. Good. And I'm not normally a, a breakfast or grit person, but I don't know, man. I, Nicholas, you're right. That chicken biscuit was pretty, pretty awesome. 
so quickly in terms of pricing, uh, prices range from, for each entree, probably between 5 to 6 to $8 or so each. The shrimp and grits, the steak and eggs, and the Big Easy breakfast were anywhere between t- 10 and $12. But once again, I need to really stress um, the $12 shrimp and grits was a lot of grits. There was probably six or seven shrimp and a couple of eggs on top as well. And I think it's very, all these items are very, very shareable. Uh, so any any final thoughts, uh, Kidlets and Deanna? Everything was great. It was, I'd say the prices are pretty good. And yes, everything was amazing. And so having been to New Orleans before, do you sort of get a feel from New Orleans here, not just in the atmosphere, but more importantly, the food? Do you get that sort of warm hug that with from the food that I felt that we got from the food in New Orleans? Yeah, I, it definitely feels like that food that was from New Orleans. So is this something that on a Sunday morning you would ask to come back to again? Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, first of all, I can't believe you just described food as a warm hug. Second... I can't believe that you don't look at food as a warm hug. Whose child are you? Like, well, don't you feel like sometimes you eat something and you're just wrapped like in a... Like, this bowl of grits was like a like a cuddle. Like, it, the grits, it cuddles you. No? You're not feeling it the same way I do. Second of all, as a... If I could take the, the chicken biscuit... And a big blanket and just get on the couch in front of a warm fire or a net. No? All right, sorry. Second of all. Don't you feel the way the beignet just sort of flows through your. All right. Second of all, I can't believe you guys ate all the shrimp, but that was so shellfish of you. But I. You were just, that's what you were waiting that You waited all morning just to get to that, just to get to the, the shellfish pun. So, but Marion, is this something to, because you, and you particularly are a sweet, you're a sweet girl. You were, still sometimes are, you're a sweet, you like sweets. Uh, is this something now that, but you're not you're normally a big breakfast eater. This is the kind of food that I think that you enjoy for breakfast? So my take on this whole thing is, yes, it is like, it's all comfort. It's definitely comfort food. And I'm glad that I ran yesterday. And I didn't run yet today, but I should run like 12 miles after eating all this. But it's totally worth the trip. It's totally worth, you know, coming here with your family and enjoying this. I'm interested to come back at night to see what they have on the menu. Well, and you just, you, that's a nice segue because we're here for breakfast but I'm hoping and have a feeling and wishing upon that um, this place is really going to shine at lunch and at night because that's when they pull out the new menu. And I know that there, that there are things on here that we had and fell in love with in New Orleans. Okay. And I've got three words for you. Wait, four, I, five, I, I four have words for you. you. No, I have jambalaya. No, besides the jambalaya, the barbecued shrimp that I've had in New Orleans isn't quite barbecue sauce. It's like this yummy, light barbecue. Oh, Mr. Bees. You just. Mr. Bees, you want to. I could have bathed swim, in it. You want to swim <laughs> in the sauce. So if there's anything like Mr. Bees sauce here. 
it is totally decadent and you want to just swim in it. So I want to just give you a teaser, a primer, a preview, dare I say, of what you can find for dinner. Because it's not, and you think counter service, it's going to be hamburgers, chicken nuggets. I say nay nay. They have prime rib, pork rack, roasted sustainable fish, fried chicken and barbecue ribs with a choice of sides, including, I can't pronounce this, macho, M-A-C-H-E-C-H-O-U-S, collard greens, mashed potatoes, carrots, mac and cheese, red beans and rice. They also have create-your-own pasta, salads, and pizza, both for lunch and dinner. They have specialty burgers, get this, a Cajun King burger with andouille sausage, cheddar cheese, and Creole mustard aioli, and a crawfish mac and cheese burger. What? Jambalaya, create-your-own rice bowl with pulled pork, catfish or shrimp, red or black beans, Cajun dirty or white rice, and of course they have to have po'boys with catfish, shrimp or beef with lettuce, tomato, and of course a remoulade. Uh, This opened yesterday, which was uh, Saturday, November 19th, and as somewhat hesitant as I was, I'm I'm happy that we came. I'm really, really excited for this new menu and am looking forward to coming back to try this again for lunch and or dinner. Uh, any final thoughts? Till we meet again, bye-bye. Toodles. That was delicious. Until the next time. And if you have been to the Sassagula Floatworks and Food Factory since it's been redone, please let me know your thoughts. I want you to be part of this review so you can tweet me at Lumangelo. Facebook.com slash WWRadio. Leave a comment at www.radio.com in this week's show notes. Or better yet, call the voicemail. Better yet, call from Sassagula Floatworks. Let me hear the uh, excitement in your voice, the music in the background, and tell me what you thought of your breakfast, lunch, and or dinner while you were here. Uh, thank you, my family, for joining me at the table. Thank you, my extended family, for joining us at this empty seat beside us here. Uh, reviews are better when they are shared with family and friends. Especially and us. You know, if we sit here for like another hour, they'll just turn the menus over to lunch. And we can just make it like a full day experience here. Because that's basically all we did in New Orleans anyway. We just ate. That's all you did in New Orleans. Why? Was there other stuff to do there? I think I heard some music in between... While we were eating, what was your favorite part of the real New Orleans? The food. So wait, you just mocked me for all I did was eating. <laughs> you said the favorite thing. What was the best thing you ate in New Orleans? The food. Mr. B's barbecue. The best thing, though. If you can, if I could snap my fingers, you go back to New Orleans for one hour and one meal. What would you eat and where? I would eat at that place with the beignets. Cafe Du Monde. Yeah. All right, Nicholas. What about you? I would eat every single thing in Mr. No, no, no. One place, one item. Mr. Oh, Mr. B's. Yes. If you only have one item, what would it be? One item times everything. <laughs> Deanna? Mr. B's barbecue shrimp. I don't know. That's, that's tough. The that might be <laughs> that's one of the hardest choices I ever made. And so, all right, guys, thank you so very much for joining us here. I hope you get a chance to come out to the Sassagula Floatworks and or the Real New Orleans if you ever do get a chance. And uh, we'll see you back here for dinner soon. Bye. Sassagula. We'll meet again. Sassagula. Bye, y'all. Bye.
Fasagula. Oh, and I almost forgot. It's one thing to hear about the food. It's another thing to see the food. I took a bunch of pictures before we dove in. I will post them in the show notes over at www.radio.com. And if you come to Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory and can find the hidden Prince Naveen, Princess Tiana, and Dr. Facilier, take pictures, send them to me, tweet them to me, Facebook them to me. The first person that does will win a prize package, including a WW Radio travel mug. Good luck. Good luck, kids. Try the grits. Time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, where I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history or see how well you pay attention to the details, not just in what you see, but sometimes in what you hear. If you think you know the answer, you can enter via email or better yet our online form for a chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, let's go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So our last trivia question was right around the Halloween season, which is a holiday that I love, not just because of the candy, because it's an opportunity to get dressed up as my favorite superhero without the same amount of ridicule that I get when I dress up as my favorite superhero on a Saturday night. Anyway, the question that I asked you on the last show was about the Headless Horseman who rides down Main Street USA just before Mickey's Boo to You Halloween Parade, one of my favorites, starts. And your question was to tell me in which animated short... Does the Headless Horseman appear? And again, many, hundreds of you got this one correct. You knew that it was The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. It's one of the short films. If you haven't seen it, it's great, beautiful animation. But I also asked you a bonus question. You didn't have to get this one right in order to get the prize package. But if you did, I was also going to send you a WW Radio t-shirt and an iPhone case. And your question was to tell me... What was the name of the very short-lived Halloween-themed hard-ticket event held in Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom in October 1979? This was actually known as Halloween Hysteria, and it debuted on October 27, 1979. It ran from 9 p.m. till about 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, had a lot of current music at the time, like The Police and Michael Jackson, and tickets, wait for it, if you bought in advance were $8.95. If you bought them at the Magic Kingdom, it was $9.95 per person. That included unlimited use of Magic Kingdom attractions, except for the shooting gallery. But it wasn't until October 1995 that Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party debuted for the first time in Magic Kingdom Park. So thanks and congratulations to all of you who got that question and the bonus question correct. Again, you are playing for the 102 Ways to Save Money for Not Walt Disney World book. All seven of my virtual audio tours of the park, both of which you can find at www.radio.com a Magic Band cover, stickers, a hot and cold travel mug, and because the winner I selected did get the bonus question correct, you got the T-shirt, an iPhone case, and last week's winner, randomly selected, is William York. So, William, congratulations. You use the online form. I have all your contact information. I will get your prize package out to you right away. But if you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. 
So we move right from one holiday to the next, and Thanksgiving here in the States is not just about the food, but really about the history of these United States. And I think Liberty Square embodies so much of the beginnings of our nation. So we're going to head there, not just because I want to dine at Liberty Tree Tavern, but for this week's question. Because back in the 1970s, a daily ceremony was held in Liberty Square right in front of the Liberty Bell and involved a fife and drum corps, and they marched with cast members in revolutionary-era costuming. And one of the cast members would actually choose a little boy and or girl from the crowd to participate in this ceremony and parade. So your question was to tell me, what was the name of this ceremony slash parade held in Liberty Square? You have until Sunday, November 27th at 11.59 p.m. to email your answer to contest at www.radio.com. But better yet, use the online form. Go to www.radio.com, click on this week's podcast, use the form there. This way I have all of your contact information because if you win, you get the 102 Ways book, all the audio tours, a Magic Band cover, new stickers, and once again, because it is a season of Thanksgiving, I'm going to say thanks by sending you one of the WW Radio hot and cold travel mugs. So good luck, happy Thanksgiving, and have fun. That is going to do it for this week's show. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, thank you once again for taking the time to tune in and share some of your time with me. Don't forget our question of the week this week is to tell me, have you dined at the new Sasagula Float Works? And better yet, if you can find the hidden Tiana, Naveen, and Dr. Facilier, send me a picture of it, and I will send you a special prize. I also want to thank some new members of the WW Radio Nation family, including Chelsea Lucas, Eric Bocock, Jamie Tursick, Justine, Tim, Wendy McCoy, and so many more of you. Thank you so, so much for your support. I sincerely appreciate it. I appreciate you. And if you want to help the show and get exclusive rewards every month, including scavenger hunts, access to our private Facebook group, personalized magic band covers, logo gear, backpacks, t-shirts, monthly care packages from Walt Disney World, exclusive live video group calls, and lots more, please visit www.radio.com slash support. Couple of quick announcements. Don't forget that the purge of my Disney and Star Wars collection is still going on on eBay. You can visit www.radio.com slash eBay. New auctions begin and end every Sunday night. I've got everything from literally thousands of documents, customer materials, pre-opening stuff, souvenirs, books, maps, attraction scripts, uh, cast member exclusives, and lots more. Again, new auctions begin and end every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern at www.radio.com slash eBay. Also, please join me this and every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for WDW Radio Live. I do a live video broadcast on Facebook, which I love because it's not just a one-way conversation where I push out information like the podcast to you, but a chance for me to chat with you about all things Disney, play 20 questions, ask me anything. There's giveaways. I'm oftentimes either in my home studios or out in the parks. Again, every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern at WW Radio Live, or just follow me over at facebook.com slash WW Radio. 
Again, I like hearing from you and chatting with you. So you can tweet me at Lou Mangiello, uh, Instagram, Pinterest. I am at Lou Mangiello. You can call the voicemail, be heard on the air at 407-900-9391. Or if you have a question about vacation planning, history, trivia, or anything else, you can email me, Lou at www.radio.com. Of course, nothing, my friend, beats a handshake and a hug. That's why I love being able to meet you in person. That's why we do Meet of the Month every single month in Walt Disney World. I'm working on December's Meet of the Month right now. It may be uh, possibly subject to change without notice. Uh, Wednesday, December 7th, we'll do it in the Magic Kingdom so we can enjoy the holidays in the parks together. We could also do a live broadcast that night. Had a lot of fun doing that last month from the Food and Wine Festival in Epcot Center. Again, stay tuned to Twitter, facebook.com slash Radio for the exact time and location. And speaking of other events, I hope that you can join me and us on our double dip cruise on the Disney Dream next June 25th through the 30th, a five-night cruise from Port Canaveral with two stops at Castaway Key on the Disney Dream. We just got off our e-ticket adventure from New York to Puerto Rico. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who joined us. Made it a such a fun, memorable trip. We will be recapping that on the show coming soon. We're also planning other events and cruises in 2017, Alaska 2018. Again, if you've stayed tuned to the Facebook page or www.radio.com, or better yet, subscribe to the newsletter. That's the best way to get information first. You can subscribe to the newsletter by visiting www.radio.com. Thanks, as always, to Mouse Fan Travel. Not only are they my official recommended travel providers, but really for the past 10 years, Becky Mankin and her team have continued to deliver exceptional service, not just for me, but for all of their clients because they treat them like their own family. They give you the best possible prices, all available discounts with an incredible level of personal service, and it all comes at no cost to you. Visit them at mousefantravel.com and also then go to celebrationspress.com where you can subscribe to Celebrations Magazine. And as always, my friends, and you are my friend, whether we have met yet or not, you continue to prove that each and every day. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I am so thankful to you. And all I ask from you is that if you like the show, please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Share links to this or your favorite episode on Facebook with your friends, in your favorite group, or on your favorite page. And if you can take just 30 seconds to go rate and review the show in iTunes, it is incredibly helpful. And thanks to you, we have more than 1,200 five-star reviews. You helped us reach number two overall in iTunes among podcasts. I want to thank some recent reviewers like Brownies20, who said it's family fun. Thank you so much. She and her kids love listening together in Minnesota, reminiscing about their trips to Disney World. Love the Lou, says Tangy16, says, I love listening to Lou's podcast. He really ups my geek factor. It's a good thing I've been binge listening, but it's going to take forever to listen to them all. And Reagan Phelps says, love the podcast. My dad and I have been listening to the podcast since it started. Never disappoints. So engaging, informational, and useful. 10 out of 10 recommended. Thank you all so much. I love, love, love hearing that you listen together as a family because that is what I want you to do, whether it is your immediate family or like you, your extended family. And You know, in this spirit of Thanksgiving, um, I I am thankful not just on Thanksgiving Day or this week or this month, but I am thankful to you 
all the time and I wake up grateful to and for you and I go to sleep feeling that same way and I want you to feel that same way. Be thankful, not just because it's Thanksgiving, but for who you are and not what you have in the material things, but your health and your family and your friends and the little things and the intangible, unquantifiable things. And maybe even just be thankful for the simple things and the opportunities that lie ahead. Because uh, sometimes having less is sometimes truly more. And like Moana says, happiness is where you are. And I want you to know I am so incredibly thankful for you this and every day, this and every week. I always have been. I always will be. And if there's anything I can do for you to express my gratitude, please, please let me know. I hope that you, wherever you are and however you celebrate and with whomever you celebrate, have a very wonderful Thanksgiving or just a week of gratitude. And I hope that it's the beginning of the best week, month, year yet. Have a great week. See ya. Hi, Lou. This is Emma Harmon. I just started listening to your podcast a little while ago, and I love it. I live in Tallahassee, and my family lives in Orlando, so anytime I drive, those four-hour drives, it's so nice to have your podcast listen to. Today I went with my family to Food Wine Festival, and it was awesome. What we decided to do was split everything that we bought, so we basically went to every booth, and everybody took a bite. It was so fun. I had to try the piggy wings because you talked about it with your son on your show a couple weeks back, and they were delicious. Mine have been my favorite thing that I've had all day. I wanted to call and say hi because I had such a great time, and it was so nice to walk around going what you liked and what your family liked and getting to try some of the things that I thought that I would like. All right, well, keep up the great work. It's so fun to listen to you. Thanks. Hi, Lou. My name is Doug. I live in Scottsdale, Arizona, and this is it's fantastic just leaving you a voicemail. I love, love your podcast. It keeps me going uh, through the hard days at work, and uh, it's, it's fantastic. I really enjoyed the, uh, the history episode that you did uh, a week ago Sunday. Um, that was uh, that was fantastic, and that's actually why I'm calling in. Um, I know that um, Walt had a very difficult time getting uh, funding for Disneyland, and um, I think it would have been great to hear that that final pitch after he got the you know did the World of Color got some additional uh, money, but it would have been great to hear that that pitch that he gave that uh, finally got him uh, the funding to go forward with Disneyland. So or, or even the first pitch that he gave when you're pitching the idea. That'd be fantastic. A second really uh, quick one is there was an artist named uh, Ida Durrell that worked on, is one of my favorite artists, um, who worked on um, Sleeping Beauty, did the background art, not the character art, but the background. He did a spectacular job. But that's the only movie that he ever did, and it would have been, it'd be great to have set into some of the conversations between Walt and Ivan where you can tell he's doing just beautiful, beautiful background art um, on the movie, but at the same time, they, they didn't work with each other again, to the best of my knowledge, and it would be great to uh, kind of, uh, you know, heard that and understand uh, why a little bit more, but in um, any case, thanks again for uh, the great show, and um, great show, and um, yeah, hope I'll leave that voice in the future. Hey, Lou, uh, I was 
Uh, just listening to your show about Future World, and you asked for our favorite piece of music. For me, I was an Epcot cast member, so for me, I always feel like I'm back home when I make that turn into Future World East, and I hear dun 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 da da dun 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 dun. When I hear that that loop, that area loop, I I get a little misty eyed because I feel. Like I'm finally home. Enjoy the show. Love what you're doing. Have a great day, man. Good morning, everyone. This is Darlene Nagy from West Seneca, New York. I just got back from the e-ticket adventure, and I'm telling you, it was absolutely magical. The ship, the magic is beautiful. The islands we visited of St. Martin, Tortola, and Puerto Rico were very, very beautiful. So scenic, so nice. The ocean breeze on your face is just Ah, so relaxing. We sat by the pool. We toured the towns. We stopped at some very beautiful forts and a tour of the Bacardi factory. Loved it. It was great. Now, you guys are going to get ready for the double dip in 222 days. Whoever's going with Lou, you're going to have an amazing time. He throws one great trip. And love the whole family, our WDW radio family, is absolutely amazing. They were so nice to my friend who never sailed on Disney before, and she had a fabulous time. So thank you so very much to everyone that welcomed Karen. And I will talk to you all real soon. Have a magical day and stay positive. Yay! 222 days for you guys going on that double dip. How's it going, Lou? Brian Rainey again from Kansas City, Missouri. Call to say I'm back at Disney World, and tomorrow is actually the day that my annual pass expires. So I wanted to come down and do more one more weekend for it expire. But had a good time. Been here four days. It's been really sunny and no rain at all. And you know, did Small World, did Soarin', had a good breakfast at the Grand Floridian, and you know, love the monorail. I still don't know what's cool about the monorail, riding it or just watching it go by, but. Anyway, hope to be back soon. See ya. Side. You gotta dig a little deeper. 